What? Hear what I say. We are the business today. Finish today. RT and J. We the new PB and J. We dropped the classic today. We did a tablet of acid today. The joints with the matches and ashes away. We dash away. Here we go. Vocalo 2017 at Lollapalooza with Killer Mike and LP Run the Jewels. So the first thing I want to know as a lifelong fan of hip hop, take me back to Company Flow and the fire which you burn slow. When I heard that, it was incredible that you were taking instrumentals beyond the traditional boom bap sound. And it was sparse and jarring at that time, but what did you want to do with your production that would evolve and move hip hop in a progressive way? I mean, you know, I wasn't thinking about really, you know, I was just doing what came naturally to me, uh, trying to build on my influences and, and kind of take them somewhere that I was taught by graffiti writers in the culture that you always want to leave your mark. You always want to bring it somewhere. If you get involved in a culture, you want to contribute to that culture. So I was interested in pushing a sound, but it was all based on my influences. You know, that song that you're mentioning right there, to me, that was my version of milk is chilling, gizmos chilling, well, you know, the, the super sparse, but it just, it came out in a different and raw way. And that, that kind of set the tone, I think, for a lot of my career. And, um, but I've always just been interested in making dope-ish that evolves from my influences, but this doesn't sound like I am aping or, or, or just trying to copy somebody, you know? We wanna, and to this day, you know, we wanna contribute. We wanna make something that you're not gonna hear from anyone else but us, and, and that's the goal, you know? It's working. <laughs> now, the two of you, of course, very successful, very prolific as solo artists. Does this still feel like a side project to y'all? Nah. First <laughs> priority. Every, you know, when you walk in my house, the first picture you see on the left, is not White Jesus or John Kennedy or Martin Luther King. It is a picture of me and LP on the stage because my wife says that's what provided all this. And Run the Jewels is the center of my life, you know, because it's it has allowed me in a way to live my rap fantasy of a 10-year-old, not about money, not about positioning, but just about me and a partner walking the stage with a DJ behind us, rocking thousands of people. I saw Run DMC and that's what I wanted. So yeah. it literally, it took me 10 years of soloing it and, and, and almost like paying a tithe, like doing dope records, putting in all I could to, to for the dream to pay off. And the best part about the dream paying off is I share it with my best friend. You know what I mean? That's that's cooler than anything in the world. Oh I love you, man. A, produ <laughs> a producer sent me a beat. He said it was beat of the year. Yeah. I said if he LP didn't, didn't do it, it how, does a, how does a cat from Atlanta find solace in a dude producing from Brooklyn because yeah. South and East Coast ain't supposed to mix. How nah. is it that you felt at home with these production beats? I mean, it's you, you know, I don't know. You just don't question what it is. I heard his beats and I immediately knew not only was he supposed to produce a few records, he supposed to produce the whole album. And then after we made a whole album, I was he was doing a mixtape. I was like, yo, I'll do it with you. You know, he was like, well, it's for free. I, I don't care. You know, let's do it. Because I know I was supposed to be not only rapping over his beats, but rocking with him. So I don't question it. It's just like, you know, it's romantically is what, you know, they tell you love is supposed to be. You just know. So I just know. Like, I'm supposed also, to rap over LP beats. We That's also something. have knowledge of the history of, like, we, you know, we remember when Ice Cube, one of the first things that we bonded over when we got to know each other in Atlanta for those first sessions to do his album, yeah. when we talked about, um, we talked about, how Ice Cube, when he left NWA, went went east, yep. and he went to New York, and he went with the most, he went with the, basically the most cutting edge um, East Coast producers, in, in that, and everyone thought that was Bomb crazy at the squad. time. He was, a, and you know, Bomb Squad, of course, is is uh, one of my 
hugest influences. And, and Grew Me was a huge part of, of who I became as a producer, just, just their influence. That's the first time, what's crazy in an interview, that's the first time it's literally been said like that. Like, for everybody should have saw it coming, because with Bomb Squad, your yeah, literal influence. Yeah. Ice Cube is literally right. my little influence. Ice Cube influence. is literally his biggest uh, influence. Like, A&R is up for 15 years. Right. They should have yeah. You know, you know what's crazy? Out. So, Cancer for Cure, rap music, yep. two of my favorite albums. Thank I you. love y'all, respectively. Thank so, you. do you feel like you have to compromise what each of you is as capable of as an individual artist to be part of no, this collective? No, 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 not what we're capable of. We do have to compromise and that to makes make us songs. Better. We do have to find out better. exactly. We have to find out who we are together musically, you know. But that's not a compromise. That's more like a partnership, and and you compromise your ego, you know. You 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 sit back and you actually have another voice that you have to measure as just as important as the one in your head. But it really becomes it, it becomes a, a, a weapon. It doesn't become a, you know. It's not it's not something that hinders us. It's something like oh man, I have this guy now. I have this guy to bounce an idea off of, and I trust him, and vice versa. Um, so it, no, there's no compromise. There's collaboration okay. for sure. Now your partnership, as in you are two men in a rap group, but I, I feel like the two parts of each of your brains, like the last time we talked to you, you may not remember, but we were talking politics for a good 10 minutes. Yeah. And then I get to my uh, Spotify, I put on Shuffle on Run the Jewels, and In Love Again is the first song that I yeah. hear. Yeah. The fact that the two of you can uh, split the difference between those two very different topics is one of the things that I like best about this group. Is it, tell me about finding someone that you can do both of those things yeah. with because I, you couldn't find that collaboration necessarily with anybody yeah, else. I've been able to share more of my humanity in a group than I was as a solo artist. As a solo artist, people wanted me to be, wow. you know, either either distinctly southern street or a angry political rapper. Right. But the truth of the matter is, I'm I'm all of these things in one as as well as a husband and a dad. And you know, you look at a record like Love Again. That record is a very sexually fair record. You guys were at Pitchfork, and there was. A 13 year old little white boy in front of me. Killing it. Just, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, kill, it is, was, but, where are your parents? I love that. I love yeah. the record though, because yeah. it talks about an equal sexual exchange yeah. of kinky sex between between us and, and, and significant others or people you cared about. And then Boo comes in yeah. and does the most machismo, lace, oh. filthy, yeah. just, yeah. I mean, she really shows you as a woman, like, I'm not a petite little flower you got to take care of. Like, I no, own you. Got to take care of exactly. <laughs> and that's, and that's, what, that's, so that's yo, why I love being in the group. I want to take you back to Pitchfork 2013. Y'all yeah. each had separate sets. Yep. Yes. And I Remember, Mike, this is one thing that I really hold near and dear. You took your time out from your songs in between to talk about Chicago, the yes, violence, absolutely, making absolutely, sure absolutely, that we absolutely. took care of each other. Absolutely, absolutely. Why is that important for you, and where is well, that coming from? We do it. There's there's splices of that in our in our show together. Our show together is much more rapid, but on the solo show, it's um it was smaller crowds, but it's um parts of it is hyper, and then you just I have these moments of intimacy with the crowd that I I feel compelled to. And, and um, you know, we're in a more in-touch world now. Like, the kids that are out in the audience aren't just a blank. Like, these kids are hitting me on Twitter. They hear me on IG. So they, they, you get a chance to say something when you say something. Like, we were just standing in front of the hotel. Two little um, white girls were walking by. It was 111, 113, and their parents. Their parents didn't notice, but they kept staring back at us. So eventually I waved. 
And then after two, three times, I didn't wave back. And then her dad looked back, and I waved, and I said, yo, dad, stop. And I went up, and I said, yo, dad. As, as a parent myself, it's important as parents that our children see us speak to people, right, who don't look like us and we don't know, so they aren't afraid. Now, you were looking at me, and she said, yeah, I saw you on the plane. I was like, well, hello, my name is Michael. It's good to meet you. And his dad was like, wow, it's so weird that they saw you. And I was like, yeah, we were on the plane together. I'm in Run the Jewels. And before we finished having a cool little meeting, I said, me and my partner did this interesting thing where we gave advice to teenage girls. Not that they need it, but I think you'll no, think it's cool. I know they're going to go watch that. And they're going to double back around and just say, hey, guys, it was cool or nice meeting you. But we're connected now, so let's stop acting like we aren't. So when I do a solo show, I just acknowledge the connections through stuff like that. That's simple. Now, Elle, I saw a YouTube video that kind of condensed your production sequence into like a five to ten minute video. And it's, uh, it was overwhelming. <laughs> I don't know how you keep track of stuff. But do you find yourself um, kind of adapting what you do production-wise uh, depending on who it is that you're working with is your is your run the jewel style different than, 100 percent 100 percent yeah i mean you know and that's i think really the difference between somebody who just makes their own music and someone who's a producer i've learned over the years i really feel like my whole career in a lot of ways was leading up to run the jewels it was it was me learning how to collaborate me learning what it means to create a sound for a project and not just make it oh this is me and i'm making you rap on my beats uh you know because i'm an artist myself primarily um the produ the production aspect of it thank god i found mike because now i get to be not only a producer but also the artist as well and we get to you know go through this together but um and you're the best rapper producer in the world. Thank you, thank you, thank you. But, you heard it, but, you heard it here but, uh, first. No, I don't think he heard it here first, <laughs> but uh, I might have said it too. <laughs> nah, he's the best. Nah, nah, and I'm a Lord um, Finesse fan. Um, you only the best when you're still playing the game at that level. I think it's important. I think it's important if you're worth your if you're worth your weight, you know, in, in what you do in your craft, that you be able to adapt it to people. We wanted to create a sound that was different for Run the Jewels than what than than that than for Killer Mike's album or, or my album. Um, and I think we did that. You know, I took his influences and my influences, and I just sort of we 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 kind of just made, melded together. And 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 things that I would normally say Mike is saying, and things that Mike is, would normally say, you would think would come out of his mouth or coming out of my mouth, because we're so close and we, our our minds have just sort of melted into this like you know sort of unimaginable little mass of like what we don't want it to be an east coast record we don't want it to be an atlanta record we want this to be something special that you can't pinpoint and because it still surprises us you know we still don't know really what it is mission accomplished run the jewels Lollapalooza 2017 in chicago yeah. thank y'all very much for thank time. you and you're dope for shouting out finesse yeah. give it to me